Okay, here we go. Hamishi, the fifth aliyah of Parshas Chukas, <coughs> brings Moshe to a very, very difficult time, and that is the time of the death of Aaron. Rashi tells us that after the Jews were um, engaged with Edom, they thought about making a partnership, even though it was unsuccessful with a with the wicked people of Edom of Esav. Um, that there was a sad time for the Jewish people. It's not good for us to be connected with bad people, with wicked people. And so Aaron, who had a role in the in the event of the desecration of Hashem's name at the hitting of the rock, um, it was his time to die. He wasn't going to go into the land, and so Aaron dies at this moment um, of of uh, of a bad from a, of a bad decision with the Jewish people. The Torah tells us that they came to Har, to Har Hahar, um, and that's where Aaron was going to die. It's interesting. The the clouds of glory leveled off and made the travel of the Jews um, perfect, comfortable, climate controlled, etc. There were three mountains that were not leveled because they, were, they played a significant part of the story of the, of the desert. One of them is, the, is obviously Mount Sinai. The other two are where Moshe and Aaron are buried. So here we are at Har Hahar and Aaron is going to die. Hashem tells Moshe, take him up onto the mountain with his son Elazar, and, um, <clears throat> and, and you're going to bury him there. When they came, Rashi describes a miracle that happened. They came into a cave, and they saw a bed, a bed made and a candle lit um, for Aaron to lay down on to send his soul back to his maker. And Aaron takes off the clothing of the high priest, transfers them to his son. Moshe is so for- says to Aaron, you're so fortunate. Imagine the, the, the merit that you have that your son is someone who could fill your, could fill your shoes, can take over for you. Um, and he watches as Hashem, you know, as Aaron lays down his eye, hands and closes his eyes, and Hashem takes his soul back. Rashi says Moshe was 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 desirous of such a of such an experience that he should go in the same way, and that's what we're told later in the Torah as we put the pieces together that. Um, that Moshe dies like Aaron died, because Moshe asked Hashem if he could die in that manner. When Moshe and Elazar come down from the mountain, the Jewish people are in shock. Where's Aaron? How can it be? Rashi says God needed to make a miracle as if they could see Aaron where he was, that they could even accept the fact that Aaron, the holy Aaron, could have possibly died. Aaron, the one who stopped the plague and the righteous one, how could that even be? The, the Torah tells us that when Aaron died, he was mourned by the Jewish people, by the entirety of the Jewish people. As, and Rashi famously, famously tells us the entirety of the Jewish people mourned Aaron because he was the peacemaker of the Jewish people. He was the one who brought peace between, war, between people who had a tension and a problem and a fight between them. And so men, women, and children, everybody appreciated Aaron and the role that he played in their personal life. And so the, the, the mourning, the sadness was, um, was for everybody for 30 days. Now, when, when Aaron died, the clouds of glory that the Jewish people enjoyed in the desert had been there in the merit of Aaron. And just like in, in, when the well um, when Miriam died, the well went away and ultimately returned in the merit of Moshe. So too, when Aaron died, the clouds of glory left. They ultimately will return in the merit of Moshe. But as they were gone, there was an attack. And the attack happened by the, 
by Amalek, the, the eternal enemy of the Jewish people, those who hate Hashem and the message of the Jewish people. And they came and they attacked, but they knew that, that the Jewish people fight and win with their prayer and with the help of Hashem. And so what they did was they talked in a foreign language. The Torah calls them Kenanim. They used a foreign language to trick the Jews. And they were able to capture um, a, a, uh, one, one person. Rashi says it was one maidservant that they captured. The Jews were, were, were enraged. How could they attack us? How could they treat us like this? Rashi tells us a fascinating thing happened, knowing that, they, that, they, that there was a confusion. They were dressed like Amalekim, but they were, they were speaking the, t- the language of the Canaanim. The Jews just prayed, Hashem, save us. We don't know who these people are. We can always pray in a general terminology, in a general manner to be saved. They, and the Jews made a, 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 a vow, an oath. They said to Hashem, Hashem, if you'll help us successfully um, punish these people who are attacking us, we will consecrate all that, that we conquer, not for us, but for you, Hashem. And they were in classic Torah form, as we'll see over and over. The battle takes just a couple words. Hashem heard their voice, and he gave them the Kenanim over, and they were conquered, and the Jews made all that was holy for the, for the, to be for Hashem.